Hello, my great people from Africa. It is an honor. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the, another episode of the Afropreneur. Uh, my name is Uwem Uwemakwan, and I have a beautiful host, co-host here, Lesina Beng. I'm Let sorry, guys. Something. I'm still in shock. <laughs> I, I don't believe you started this podcast that way. <laughs> what? Um, so today, we'll be <laughs> talking about passing the button. I'm sure you'll be wondering what does that even mean. Um, blessing. Should we go to the interview straight, or do you want? No, to I think we should this? tell. We should give people like an insight to what they should expect. So, I have seen it happen a lot of times where we have great people doing great things, and as soon as they die, it dies with them. We've had like really amazing people who do not bother to train other people in their craft so you don't have to train by having a school or something you could employ people you could just teach people you could write articles you could write books just something to pass on your knowledge but it's really difficult because people are scared of competition they're scared somebody is going to steal their idea mm-hmm. and then become major competition and send them out of oh, the you just don't want to be better than you but I don't guess why people wouldn't want that because at the end of the day, it's not about who is better. It's pretty much about moving life forward. Well, I will narrow that down to greed. Sometimes you just want to be the source, or the only source of wisdom, the only source of uh, but that's good not services, cool. the only source of great things. You know? I know, I know it's great. I know it's like a beautiful feeling, but people should think more in line of the greater good. We as Africans do not... I don't blame us. I feel like... I don't even think it's just an African thing, but predominantly because I grew up in Africa and I've seen things in Africa, I feel like we are more concerned. We don't know how to think community problem solving, solu- sorry, community solutions. We are more yeah. selfish solutions. So you don't have light. I say this a lot. You don't have light. Rather than worry as a community that what can we do to restore light in this our area you, you buy generator yes you buy generator so the roads are bad you get a bigger car because mm-hmm. hello you buy a homer so that you don't have to feel those things you have to do those things for yourself since the community would not even cooperate in the first place to do those things for you or with you so we have grown up in our heads to i will need to succeed for myself and my family alone yes nobody really <laughs> something I forget, this way. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that the collective success of of everybody is what will move us forward is what will make yes, life better you know we don't we don't really think in line of let's move this nation forward let's pass on this knowledge so that by the time i'm going there will be better advancements we are scared and it's just the mediocrity mindset. Let me just be great on my own and then mm. leave everyone. We don't even think of charities. People don't people don't take charities as seriously in, in Nigeria at least. For that I'm sure. Like we just feel, oh, let's do this, let's do that. But it's not one of the... It's not... T- charity is not taken as seriously as it is taken abroad. I don't even know mm. if that is optics. But it's really taken... Like if you have a charity, it's a big deal. If you have an NGO, something to add value to other people's lives it's a big deal but here it's not seen that way anyway let, let's just stop complaining <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk to an ivorian he's quite an entrepreneur that has his hands everywhere he's a serial entrepreneur his yeah. name is john patrick okay rather than me talk about everything about him i think you should just listen to his interview yeah we chose him because he's one of the few entrepreneurs that are skilled at training other entrepreneurs mm. to become better entrepreneurs. He has made it his life work to always touch on better people. So just find out more here. 
Hi, my name is Jean-Patrick Ewoman. I'm from Côte d'Ivoire and I'm the president of uh, Akenewa, an organization that is busy sparking entrepreneurship and culture of peace using technology. Hmm. Okay, so how did you come about the idea to start your company? Okay, basically, I used to be a software architect uh, in New York. And uh, I came back here in Côte d'Ivoire first time in 2007. And uh, I discovered that there were a lot of young people talking about technology. Uh, They're very interested by all these things related to internet and the web and uh, so i told myself that there is something i could do to help them so i decided to come back and start uh, an organization basically it was just uh, something that could gather people and uh, help them learn more about technology and from that point, we started to, uh, to work on small projects, then bigger projects, and now we're working on like, projects that, impact- that are impacting people in Cote d'Ivoire and uh, in Western Africa. Mm. So how easy was it for you to start when you initially had the idea? Sorry? How easy was it for you to start? Okay, so basically starting was not a problem you know, because we just have to start. I just had, had to start. Uh, I wanted to, uh, to teach technology and train people about what I already know. So I, I used the social media and I spread the word about what I was about to do. And uh, I had some, uh, some people were interested so i thought that i was in, on something you know something good so i just started but when we decided to work on bigger projects you know, we uh, we found some some barriers local local barriers but i think entrepreneurship is all about finding a solution when you face barriers did you ever encounter people who tell you or who told you back then that it wouldn't work it wouldn't work out Sorry? and how were you did you ever encounter people who told you back then that it wouldn't work out like your business idea would not be feasible or it wouldn't work in in the country mm-hmm. that you were and how did you see which advice was good from which one did not really count um yeah, for sure, because basically people in my family couldn't understand why I was leaving my my well-paid job in, in Europe and coming here for for these projects. But, uh, you know, they all tried to to tell me that I, I better focus on making money in Europe and maybe invest in someone here or in a project here. But, that was not my. Uh, that was not what I wanted. I just wanted to experiment things by myself, and and uh, so basically, I didn't, you know, I didn't really take in account what people were saying because I just wanted to experiment something. 
so what were the skills what were the skills um that you ha- that you learned along the way what skills did you have to learn along the way oh okay it's interesting basically i'm a software engineer so i'm very very technical and uh the first thing i learned uh during this uh this this entrepreneurship journey is uh you know is related to human being you know uh talking to people uh listening to people was not very natural for me basically but after seven years you know seems like i spend most of my time doing this kind of activities writing on social media giving my point of view about things uh I also learned English because thanks to that project you know, I was selected for the Yale program and uh I went to uh, to the University of Texas after 6 weeks I had the opportunity to to work on project that involved me collaborating with people in English speaking countries and more than that you know now I'm I'm assisting a teacher with teaching at the Yale Regional uh center in Ghana So I also learn English. That's so nice. That's really nice. Do you think um Africans are responsible for Africa? Like the growth of Africa lies in the hands of Africans. Do you believe that or do we need international aid to help us become who we're supposed to be? Okay, first of all, we are the one who are able to understand our own issues. then we we living in a global world so at some point we have to start things and uh, uh and and then try to collaborate with other people but it's not about not really about aid it's more about collaboration uh, it's about going to learn how people are doing things in india in uh in philippines in us in france and then try to uh that what they already achieved there here in our countries in our on our continent uh, but uh, one thing is sure we have to start by ourselves uh, and even learn by our failures and then uh, the more collaborative we'll be with other people the more successful we can be so I'm not really uh big uh big fan of, of ed but you know I will, I will always tell people to collaborate with other people uh, so um in code of war what do you think is or are the biggest barrier to businesses and how do you think these barriers can be broken down well um there is something that um that is not really natural here is is starting business starting business is not something we learn at school not something even we learn in our families uh our system here and i think in most francophone countries our system here is more teaching us how to be uh very good at contributing with, uh, in a company or uh contributing to the uh contributing to government actions but uh this kind of barrier is about to uh, disappear because of all these campaign for entrepreneurship 
and people like me who have been uh, teaching young people how to start their own things without waiting for any aid or any support. Um, so, um, there is this barrier about what we have been learning so far at school, who is very, very far from entrepreneurship. So it's kind of something that creates this kind of mindset of person who just want to find a job and not really want to um, to start his own uh, his own things or experiment experiment his own idea. But with education and with all these campaign attacks, we we find solutions for that. What's the one thing you wish you could take back? Like you could do better if you had a clean slate. What's the one thing you wish you could take back and do better if you had a clean slate? Say, come again. What's the one thing you wish you could take back? And what's the one thing you wish you could do better if you could start all over again? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's very hard because even if I failed a lot, <laughs> you know, we I had so many opportunities thanks to what I've been doing. Um, but I think, I think if I if I have to go back and uh, maybe I'll focus more on teaching than implementing you know, uh, my own apps or projects. Because basically, here in our environment, we have a big, big issue of education. Uh, now that I'm, I'm spending more time teaching technology, to, uh, to young people, to girls via our She the Code program, I'm discovering how powerful is this uh, information I'm giving to them because they are, you know, in few years, they are showing me that what they learned was very, very important in their life. They are starting their own businesses. They are starting, you know, they are finding their own jobs without waiting for people to... Uh, so if I have to go back, I will have focused all my projects on education. Yeah. All right, um, Jane, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Um, do you have any final advice for entrepreneurs across Africa? My last advice would be go, 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 don't stop. Don't <laughs> stop because entrepreneurship, yeah, entrepreneurship is about going forward, taking account what you did bad taking account of uh, uh, what you learn from your failures and you know, improve, keep improving yourself and your projects. At the end of all this pain is success. So don't stop. Wow, Jean-Paul inspires us. Inspires us to, you know, give back, to touch lives and to see it as an important aspect of, you know, living. Yeah, I, I really think it's essential. I'm, I'm so excited. I liked how we went to the clean slate part. If you could do something. Yes, I, I've never asked you that question. So if you could do something all over again, like if you, li- if you could live life all over again on a clean slate, what mm-hmm. would you change? What would you keep? Hmm. Let's have that discussion offline. Why don't you want to tell your <laughs> listeners? They'll be more than happy to know you better in that life. Okay, fine. Just tell me what one thing you would change 
Um, first of all, I think I would take networking very seriously. I think that's something that I didn't really do at the beginning of my career. And the second thing I would love to change is while I'm a bag full of ideas, I really share them. And growing up in my career and, and as an entrepreneur, I realized that you need to talk, speak. <laughs> Don't hide those ideas. Nobody's going to steal it. <laughs> it doesn't take anything from you to share your ideas. It doesn't take anything for for you to suggest solutions. Because I believe I, I call myself the fixer. I, I tend to bring solutions to to problems. You're really the fixer. <laughs> so blessing. Oh Let yeah. If anything, though, I'm really proud of you because you really those things you mentioned are things you've really gotten really great at, and I'm so so proud of you. So I'm I'm about to put you on the spotlight. What would you like to change? So thank you guys. If oh, you have any questions, oh. please. No, 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 no. She has to answer. <laughs> if you're going to go back in your career, what are the things you, you wish you would do better? You know, honestly, I wish I. Oh yes, okay. I wish I took branding a little more seriously. Cause as much as I, as much as I know a lot about branding now, I wish I knew all this back then. But if I did, I probably would not take it as seriously as I'm taking it now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think branding is one of those things. Branding is really vital. So, um, one of the things I advocate for is that you you help people in the littlest of ways. Um, I remember um, a cleaner that was working for the company I was working for. And actually was helping with the assignments. And people thought it was weird. But the fact that... I could pass on the knowledge. First of all, if I was not doing this job, probably I'll probably be an architect. I love architectural structures. I love isometric, you know, all those drawings and all. And actually, do. I do. Wow. And I, I actually helped him with his technical drawing assignments. And people pass by in the office and look at me like, okay, are you crazy? This boy crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? But the fact that I was teaching, I was helping him grow as a person. And it could, it, could, it could be something smaller or more simple than this. It could be a word of encouragement. I remember I, t- I, I first one of somebody that I was working for, the company I was working for, to, to apply to a school. I always told him, you cannot keep on being the laundryman. You can learn something. Go and learn something. Improve yourself. Yeah, really. Sometimes all people need probably a little encouragement. Pay their... Okay, I, I am not an advocate for giving beggars money. That's a conversation I don't want to go into. As much as I'm talking about helping people, I never give people things that they cannot make something better out of. So I can't give you 50 naira only to come back tomorrow and give you 50 naira. I don't give fish. I like to teach people to fish. Mm. That's my that's my own way of life. But it doesn't have to be yours. This is my own personal belief. I, I do expect to give you stuff and leave you the same place i left you yesterday do you get mm-hmm. i would rather go to a motherless baby home empower them give them something that will keep them going as opposed to just maybe 15 era 1000 but if that's what you have it's fine as well it's just my personal thing back to entrepreneurship i feel the little you know when you have staff train your staff teach your staff teach people to be able to do things so that by the time you leave there is more to life than making money you know, yeah. where people can continue stuff. I mean, Einstein left a formula. In as much as we struggled, a lot of us struggled to remember that formula <laughs> or bring it out in school or something. Like, uh. The main point is, 
Einstein's formula has led to a lot of discoveries. It has led to great groundbreaking things that we would never have believed just one man could have helped us see. Do you get? Hmm. So your 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 legacy can go far beyond you, can outlive you. Don't keep it a secret. Talking about your staff, one of the biggest problems that I see, um, or one of the things that I find that, that employers do is that they forget to train their staff. And I understand. I mean, you invest so much in a staff and the next two, three months, he's gone. A bigger company, a better company has poached him. But you cannot use that as the basis for not training your staff because the better your, your workforce is, the better your business is. We tend to forget that. Truth- and it's always like a circle. This person gets better and lead does not mean that he will not advocate for your company when he's gone. That that's even aside, which you're very right, but that aside, if you are a great employer, it's inevitable that some of your staff will leave. You should be happy your staffs are growing. Yes, that's one. And you're getting more people to train, which may not be cheap, but these people will come back in one way or the other to speak great for your company. I mean, you want the people you train to go over there and set this place so that your own company can also rise. Yes, that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is some of the people that you train, they get so comfortable. They know they can't get the kind of training they get with you elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They get so comfortable being with you that they even don't want to go. Yeah, they become very loyal. Yes, really, really loyal people. Or sometimes they go and they make ways for you in other places. So it's it's there is more to helping people than money yeah. and what you can get from them there is more to it so just remember that keep that at the back of your mind so um we're going to round up with something i was just thinking of um the collective growth of africa is dependent on each and every one of us one person can pull africa so far but if collectively we put our hands together if we teach ourselves to grow if we teach ourselves to fish if all of us can you know, deeper hands into the ocean and get catch a fish for ourselves. We will grow. We'll be better off yeah, as a continent. If you have questions, please send your questions to questions at entrepreneur.net. And it's important. Ask us questions. Let's help you. Uh-huh. If you don't understand something, we can help you. We can get people that can help you. I mean, that was why the entrepreneur started. We wanted to give back. We wanted people to. We wanted to collaborate and synergize and help people grow. So. Please ask your questions. You can tweet at us. What's our Twitter handle blessing? <laughs> at the Afropreneur. And then our Facebook page is also the Afropreneur. So we'll come your way next week. Stay awesome as we will see. You've got to save it. You've got to save it. You've got to save it.